Hello and welcome to another edition of the Hooligan Report. We're back for a second episode this week after midweek League Cup games. And boys, it must feel great to be into the next round of the Cup. It's always a, a special treat to go on a bit of a Cup run to get to the quarterfinals. And, uh, well, I guess actually United Arsenal not so good this week. Um, I'll start with Boyan because we, we had a bit of a chat uh, last, well, on uh, Monday night about... Um, Anthony Martial's involvement in the cup and the fact that you the fact that you would be absolutely furious if he was anywhere near this game and he, he came on in the 71st minute and so he ended up playing about what 50 minutes of football um, how did you see that game and, and were you that disappointed to go out uh, well I met, I melted pretty bad yesterday probably <laughs> the first time I think I believe I've ever melted on the United board just cracked it um, because well, I mentioned in the last podcast that I couldn't give flying about um, the Carling Cup. And so the idea of playing first-teamers, especially ones who have played pretty much every game like Martial has since he's come to the club, in a fairly redundant fixture in the greater steam of things. Um, yeah. Same as shit. It also, <laughs> like, Wayne Rooney, I don't know what he needs. Like, he needs to go on... Essendon supplement program. I don't know what he needs, <laughs> but he looks he looks cooked. Well, I mean, yeah, Rooney put a fork at, in him. Rooney came on at half time for Wilson. Depay went off for Martial in the seventy first minute, and you had Young coming on in the sixty first minute for Rojo. So you you brought on the big guns pretty early in the second half. Um, so it's pretty telling that Burrow was still able to beat you, or well, take well, it to I- penalties, I guess. I should say that I didn't watch this game. I did see the highlights of the game. Um, from all reports, Andreas Pereira was best on for us um, to, to United. And hopefully Van Howard gives him an opportunity off the back of this game. But it's interesting that Daly Blind played in this game and he hasn't played the last couple of games since Phil Jones has come back in. Because I don't know what else he did for the day, but did you see his disallowed own goal? No, no. I should have a look at it. This is bizarre. <laughs> like the ball's played across the box. He's a left footer on the wrong side of the box, and he's gone to clear it and, you know, slice it, it. In, in the net at a really bizarre angle. And it's kind of like, what? It, no, he didn't slice it either. It's like, are you oh, actually right. trying to stall? <laughs> yeah, it was, quite, it was quite strange. But from, from what I saw, um, Fellaini, he can ship off with Rooney to the MLS in January. Um, he's in the team for one reason, and that's to be that bruiser at the end to try and snag a goal from a header. And he's put two open headers over the bar from the six yard box. Oh, come on, man. You're getting paid 100 grand a week, spent too much money on you. At least do the basics right. How much, how much longer does he have on his deal? <laughs> what? Fellaini? Yeah. Oh, I'd imagine he's probably got three and a half years left. <laughs> because, so, yeah, well, I mean, he's been there for two se- two and a half seasons now, so, you know, he must be getting towards the end. I just It's just pr- pretty pretty annoying that Van Howard keeps playing um, first-teamers who, who definitely will need a rest um, for the business end of the season in these kind yeah. of games. Like Chris Smalling, do you really need to play 120 minutes in this game? Yeah. I don't think so. So, 
that's where the, the fury came from. But I hope that Van Hal gives the kids that played in this game, and the kids are the ones that played well, gives them a chance in the first team. For mine, um, get rid of Rooney, Marshall up front, and I want to see Pereira on the left-hand side. So you're not too bothered that you've gone out then? No, not at all. Well, it's just, especially if I'd be more bothered if if Van Hal was trying to play as many youth players as possible, but yeah. if you're going to start playing first team, which is the detriment of our lead and Champions League campaign later on, then I'm bloody wrapped that we're out. Fair enough then. Um, and Cruyff, you had um, a, a similar upset for Arsenal against Sheffield Wednesday, and it was a relatively strong Arsenal side. But It's a fake result. So you, you said that on the board. And why, why is it a fake result? Oh, no, I was being silly. I was right. being silly. Um, I actually didn't see any of the games. I, I just wanted to ask you about the um, injuries to Oxlade-Chamberlain and, and to Walcott. With, I mean, Oxlade was injured after five minutes and then Walcott about 15 minutes later. I, I, I think that best word is right. It's unlucky. You can't... You don't. You wouldn't expect a player to be injured in the first five minutes and then his replacement go off 15 minutes later. It's just bad luck at the end of the day, really. I mean, if it happened to any other side, I'm sure they, they, they'd agree as well. But Yeah. It's what's made it worse is that it's two players in the, that can play the same position, and we're very short on that side now. Um, I think Mumba made the point that the, the possibility was that Walcott just wasn't properly warmed up when he when he was due to come on, um, due to the injury being so early in the game. Um, I don't know if that played a part or <clears throat> whether that's then a criticism of Wenger, which I think he was implying. But um, it is it's it's pretty unlucky, um, and it's a good win by Sheffield Wednesday in the end. Oh, de- definitely. You can't take that away from them. But I think we had two or three players making their debut. Mind you, we, we did play a few first-teamers as well. But, I mean, I'm not disappointed that we've been knocked out. It's cleared up the fixture list somewhat by not being in the competition. But, I mean, th- there's worse things in the world than getting knocked out of the League Cup. Um, and, and another big upset that we should mention as well, uh, well, upset in some senses, is we had Stoke knocking off Chelsea. Uh, on penalties, um, it, the ship it just kind just of keeps sinking further. Yeah, it just keeps going from bad to worse for them. Um, do you do you guys see this as having any sort of impact on, you know, hastening Abramovich's decision, or will it just have no sort of impact because it's just the League Cup? Or it's 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 hard to tell. I mean, they've lost how many on the bounce? I think two on the bounce after West Ham. But yeah. I mean, it's the League Cup. I don't think Chelsea view it as a high priority, which is fair enough as well. But, I mean, I, I, it, it, I don't think it's made things any better for Mourinho in, in that sense. Given they were the defending champions, though, you'd expect that there's, there's almost a, a higher expectation that they do well in it because of that. They'll at least mm. attempt to defend their, their title. Well, Remy scored in the 93rd minute as well or something, so they were behind until yeah. the very end. And, and Azar's in woeful form. I think he missed the penalty that uh, won yes, the match, wasn't it? Yeah, correct. <laughs> so it's even, uh, even worse for them. But another player who's bang in form who missed a penalty it was Riyad Mahrez uh, against us to to send Hull through. Um, it was it was a, an interesting game to be honest. I mean, I followed most of it via a uh, radio stream, and I was listening to Leicester commentators, so I was expecting <laughs> to get quite a lot of bias towards them. But when I had they, 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 on quite a few occasions, were quite surprised that Hull hadn't been awarded free kicks or, for instance, Leicester's goal looked quite offside from Vardy in the build-up 
not to mention that there was a foul on Maguire up the other end beforehand. And these are all things that the Leicester commentators were drawing to attention. So it seemed quite surprising that it tells me, you know, I didn't actually see the game live. I've since seen the highlights, but it tells you that there were pretty blatant mistakes by the, the ref. And I think Bruce is going to cop a bit of a fine for saying we played against 12 men, but um, good to get into the next round. Is this the beginning of the end for Leicester? Well, they've been they've been a bit shaky for a few weeks now, and I think they've ma- managed to make comebacks in a lot of games that have sort of disguised the fact that, and Jats has been saying it on the board, um, that they start games quite slowly and can get hit with a couple of goals. And I think it's happened against Villa, it's happened against uh, Alexis Southampton. Sanchez. Arsenal ran right against them. Um, they only scraped by against Palace. So, you, I don't they know. They didn't deserve to win last week either. The ref really saved them with that um, blatant penalty on Zaha. And, the, and the, ref, the ref almost and, saved And the handball. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Schwartz had dropped the ball across the line and that wasn't given. Uh, we had we had Akpom got taken out in the box and he was given a card for simulation when everyone was certain that he'd been he'd been knocked out, like he'd been taken out. Fouled, yeah. Um, so there were a few very, very strange incidents in that game, and, and I think, yeah, ref, ref was trying to help them along the line again, but... The better um, football club prevailed. Absolutely, absolutely, the better football club, and we, we now get to take on City, or Man City, that is. Um, That's the end of your competition. Well, on, on the point that you guys have just made, that it uh, clears up the fixture congestion for you guys having been taken out, um, I was reading an article just before coming on for the podcast where... It was a Manchester Telegraph or Manchester whatever article basically saying that City were now going to have such a pile-up of fixtures due to this League Cup game. I, I almost wonder whether they will take it a bit yeah, more Yeah, but lightly. they have that deep of a squad. I mean, they, granted, they yeah. do have injuries, but they have a deep squad, and it's not like their bench players aren't any good. They start at most other clubs in the Premier League. Well, yeah, I mean, it would certainly be interesting to see how seriously we take it. Um, we got a 1-1 draw there last year courtesy of a Myler goal and then a very, very, very late Milner free kick. Um, so it's not beyond the realms of possibility that if they if they do rest some players and when we're, you know, playing our full strength side, that it could be a decent contest, but uh, we'll see what happens. I think it's end of is, November. Is it in Manchester? Yes, it is. So mm, Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd, they'd definitely be fake. I mean, oh, if, it was, if, it was, if it was at Hull, you might have a bit of a chance, but Manchester, I think, are pretty just... It almost guarantees that they're going to go through. Yeah. Um, well, we'll move on now and, and chat about the coming Premier League games, and we'll start with the uh, blockbuster Stevie Gerrard tribute match um, between Chelsea and Liverpool, which is uh, the early game. Uh, and how do you guys see this one? I think Jurgen Klopp would be thinking being Liverpool is terrible. <laughs> I mean, they haven't really... I mean, he's only been a few games in charge, but, I mean, things aren't looking great so far, but I guess he's got a take time to to um, tell the players the way he wants them to play, then they have to learn the tactics and, and whatnot, and he, he need to bring in players that suit his system. But, I mean, I don't, I don't think it'll be an entertaining game by any chance. It'll be quite an interesting game. Normally I don't tune into these games because Mourinho just parks the bus and then manages to jag one on the counter-attack. But he needs to win, Mourinho. I wonder how parking the bus is going to go against um, Klopp's high-pressing style. Press. Mm. 
it, it'll either go one or two ways. Chelsea will either fold oh, whoa. and death belted. Profit. Or, or Liverpool could um, tear them a new one. So, But I will side with, on history here and I will pick a 1-1 draw. Is it at Anfield or the bridge? Uh, it's at the bridge. I think that gives Chelsea a slight advantage. But, I mean, as Mourinho does need to win. And I think if they did win this game, it might give them the confidence they need to sort of bounce back from, from the doldrums they're in. But, I mean, it's Liverpool aren't rubbish. So, it's, 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 it's definitely interesting, particularly with Klopp in charge as well. I mean, certainly, I think if Chelsea were to win this, say, 2-0 or 3-0, it could certainly be a catalyst for them to bounce back and, and really start a, a resurgence. But a, And a, a big knock if, if uh, for Liverpool too, if they lost by that margin. It would yeah, really yeah. put a dent in their confidence. Yeah, well, exactly. But, I mean, I think Costa's out injured, so I presume it'll be Remy starting up front for them. Uh, unless Falcao gets the nod, but that would be quite surprising. Oh. Um, <laughs> and, Poor and Roger. I, <laughs> I feel like if, if, if he wasn't getting paid, you know, 10 or 50 grand a week, I'd feel really sorry for him. <laughs> He's got to be one of the most maligned footballers, one of the biggest kind of hero to zero stories you'll see. He tries so hard, but it's yeah. not. Um, but then for Liverpool, they've got Benteke, who's, who's apparently going to be fit for them up front, so... I'd say that the odds are slightly in Liverpool's favour, but being at the bridge and being Mourinho, maybe that eliminates any perceived advantage from that. But um, you wonder if being being at the bridge, does he park the bus or does he sort of say, boys, go for it a bit? Because that's, yeah, it, it's it's an interesting one because he always seems to go for it at home and then parks the bus away. But the way they're playing at the moment, I'd almost just, if they I was Mourinho, just goals. take a draw. Yeah, yeah, well, I think they need gold. Like Chelsea, in my opinion, need to win this game. Yeah, if they lose this game, you'd pretty much run a, a run a line through them for top four, wouldn't you? And maybe even a line through Mourinho. Yeah, I think they'd make top four. I don't. I think Leicester will drop off, West Ham will drop off, Palace will go. All those clubs by Christmas time or New Year, they'll start dropping off. Fatigue will catch up with them. I don't think they have the squad to um, sustain uh, a, a long distance fight. Whereas Chelsea, they're used to it. They've done it before. I mean, I I think the lowest Chelsea will finish is fifth or sixth at the absolute lowest. But you've got sides like Spurs and Liverpool who, you know, they're not they're not amazing. They're not great sides by any stretch of the of the imagination. But they're at least playing a lot better than Chelsea. They have just as deep squads. I mean, more but in at, Liverpool's at, case than Spurs. At the, at the same time, though, they're both very inconsistent. True. Well, well I mean, what what can you say about Chelsea? Chelsea this has season? been. Very well, consistent. Chelsea actually, consistent yeah, Chelsea, right Chelsea, Chelsea have been very consistent. Yeah, because <laughs> they've been losing, they've been playing yeah. like rubbish, and it's and it's been week in week out like that. So yeah, I mean, look, it, what it would it would basically take Mourinho being sacked in the next few weeks or before Christmas at the very latest, I think, for them to have any sort of decent top four chances because they need a new manager to have time to come in, um, figure out the squad, figure out where the weaknesses are, and actually have a crack in January to fixing it. Yeah, you do, you do wonder how close uh, Abr- uh, Abramovich's finger is to the trigger. I'm, I I reckon it must be surely uh, if or they if lose the hand, to Liverpool and and if the hand is on the gun. If if they lose to Liverpool, he might he might give him. There's a Champions League game I think next week if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes. Yeah, Dynamo Kiev. So they've got that game at the Bridge. If they lost that one, 
um, you'd have to say that it's a certainty that he's gone because mm. Abramovich has always rated the Champions League slightly higher than the Premier League. Because was it yeah. Ancelotti that got sacked despite winning the Premier League because Correct. he Correct. didn't get them through in the Champions League? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd have to think it's pretty close to the end for him. Yeah. What's your prediction Hopefully for the not. game then, Cruyff? I, I reckon probably a draw, but maybe. I don't know. It would go one of three ways. It would be a win-loss or a draw for Chelsea. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, I, I can't see Liverpool winning. That's I think Chelsea will either win or draw. But I could be entirely wrong. I have actually no idea, to be honest. It is, it is one of those games where you, any result could be plausible. I mean... Um, I'm probably going to back a nil-nil draw just based on the history of this sort of fixture for Mourinho. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a very close one. Mm, I don't think it'll be an entertaining game. No. Um, we've got Palace against United uh, up at midnight, or at 2am now, actually, because they have the time differences now. That's, but That's an interesting game. It could be quite I'll an interesting let... game, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's Palace have been doing quite well, but I think they're starting to fade a bit. But, I mean, if it's at Palace, I think they've got every chance of getting a result. Particularly with United playing 120 minutes during the weekend. That Martial playing 77, as you mentioned, which Brian was incredibly pleased about. Is it at Selhurst Park or Old Trafford? Uh, it's at Selhurst. Um, I'm not terribly confident in this game. <laughs> of a win. I really enjoyed watching Palace this season and in their last game against Leicester where they were robbed um, Mirlej Jednak played and he was very good I haven't seen him play for a while and I think they'll need him to combat um, yeah, Herrera's and Schweinsteiders and Schneiderlin's um, this weekend the way Rooney's playing he's just kind of disrupting the whole Will Rooney about, start? Uh, well Mate, it's so hard to... I, I mentioned in the last potty, there's a rumour that he's got it in his contract where he has to start. But, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. But in... in all, normally, no, he shouldn't be starting. His form doesn't warrant his place on the side. Who plays but, on the left, Young? Well, at the moment, it's Martial, because Rooney's playing up top. Deepay's, been, Mar- a bit of a, Deepay's been a disappointment, I think. He needs to work on a few things in his game, his end product. I mean, he's only 21, so you sort of give him a bit of leverage, but, I mean, surely United fans would have expected a bit more from him at this point. Uh, yeah, that's fair to say. That's fair to say. But as, as you say, he's only, he's only 21, first year in the comp. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, and, well, like, we're only a bit, a bit off tangent here, but him and Martial are more kind of signings. For the future, keep, yeah. Yeah, three or four years rather than now. Mm. But hopefully we can... Hopefully Rooney doesn't play. Martial plays up top, and then one of Young, Pereira, um, Lindard can play on the left-hand side. If Van Gaal doesn't play Pereira, oh, he's he's geez. a very very tidy little player. Yeah, it was. It's amazing. Like uh, when he's in the team, everything's just so much more fluent. He, I, I think it's fair to say that. Him or Marta are your most important players, or Andy Hay. Um, De Gea uh, probably still our most important player. I'd say Martial 
debatably, we can't win unless he's storing. So, <laughs> and we can't win unless the hay is in goal saving, you know, saving up. Yeah. I'd say there'd be a great statement after the League Cup games if you did give one of those young younger players a, a start against Palace because, you like you were saying, I mean, you really want to sort of underline that if they play well, that they will actually get game time and that they're not sort of just getting game time in the in the League Cup just as like a triviality, but that it's not actually leading to anything. Absolutely, mate. They're trying to agree more. And if, you, if you, there are parallels with kind of footy here um, in the way that this team and squad at their best may better win the Premier League this year, but it's probably only going to be a 10 to 15% chance. You could almost do a mini kind of rebuild like you would in footy and say, well, guys like Ashley Young aren't in our next Premiership winning team. Let's play your Pereiras. Let's play your... Um, Martial, Dipay. Martial, Dipay. Um, and just and just play these guys all year. And just say, well, Rooney, you know, he's, he hasn't got it anymore. He's gone. And basically put a line through about two or three players. And to be fair to Van Howe, he's put a line through a lot of players since he's been at United. Poor so Valdez. He's got one more. Well, <laughs> oh, he's got... I don't know. I think... It's telling with Victor Valdez that no one's come in for him, if you know what I mean. So he's got one more transfer window, one more summer transfer window to go. I'd imagine there'll be some more clear out, some more youth coming to the side. But as far as I'm concerned, guys like Pereira have got a talent level where you've got to play them and you've got to persist with them because it's there. He's got a talent level that's above... The peak of an Ashley Young. As yeah. much as Ashley Young has been quite a serviceable player and reinvented himself, um, to play this kid. It's it's a bit of a similar story at Hull where we've got a young centre back, uh, Harry Maguire, who had an absolutely outstanding game against Leicester. But there's a lot of debate about whether he should be starting on the weekend over Alex Bruce because that, everyone sees Alex Bruce as a bit more of a uh, he's a higher level player at the moment. But Maguire being 21, he's got a lot more upside. He needs to be getting that game time. And he's just been... He's, he played 150 games for Sheffield uh, United before moving to Wow. Uh, at, you know, before the age of 21. So that's that's an amazing statement in itself. But um, he's just come into our side and basically sat on the bench a lot. And it stagnates their development a lot. And um, I imagine a lot of your youth are playing in the under-21s. But um, for those that aren't who are sat on the bench, or, or for those that are but where the under-21s are below them. It's really not helping their development, not getting more game time in the seniors. And it was good to see Lingard get a go last weekend against Man City, I suppose. Yeah, it was. And he played he played Champions League against CSKA away. So he's been given a couple of opportunities now and he's certainly done nothing wrong and he's done nothing to say that he's not worth persisting with. Um, on the under-21s, mate, that comp is a joke. Seriously, yeah. United, United have played four four lead fixtures and under twenty ones this season, this whole season, and they're talking about why football's undeveloped in, in England, <laughs> and why English players aren't coming through. Well, if they're not playing any games, it's not really helping them. Um, and on uh, your your young player, well, you know, well, it's it's a little bit slightly different because you kind of financially. And status-wise, need to kind of uh, get promoted again this year. And the longer you're out of you're out of the top league, the harder it is to get back. Um, but you'd think against 
the bottom half of the table, this kid should be playing. Oh, sure. And um, like it, the the level of difference between his output and, and Bruce's isn't isn't that significant. I mean, uh, oh. against Birmingham, he came on when Bruce got injured, so it's not as if he's some um, you know eighteen year old kid in the reserves. It's 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 not a it's not a huge difference. But people just sort of saying. Um, it's a very short-term view, I suppose. They say, okay, well, Bruce is better, you know, head-to-head, so play him. And you think, okay, so the other kid's not actually that much much worse, and he's got a lot more upside. He's got to be playing. Can he play full-back as well, or just straight centre-half? I think it's just a straight centre-half. Yeah. Well, I mean, he'll get plenty of opportunities this year, and from what you said, he'll probably, when you're in the Premier League next year, he'll probably be, have taken over from Alex Bruce. Um, and you can so. also... Play- you can also play him in the League Cup ties against minnows such as Manchester City. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, do you guys have a score prediction for this one? Just getting think, back uh, to the I, game. I reckon, I reckon Palace 2 1. I'll say 2 2. Um, I might say 1 0 to Palace. Just saying that, though, a draw would be a good result for United. Yeah, I mean, like, Palace are travelling quite well, so it's not really yeah. that disrespectful it, to say. Yeah, um, exactly. They're a great team to watch, Yeah, yeah. Great I just got them playing quite well. Um, we've also got Man City up against Norwich, and I think the last time these guys played might have been 7-0 to uh, Man City with Aguero running riot. Um, how do we see this one? Do we think Man City's going to keep scoring heavily? I don't think Norwich stand much of a chance. So, yeah, City, you can lock in the three points for, I think. Uh, and how how many assists or goals are we tipping De Bruyne to get? <laughs> Seems to be doing so, it every game. Two. A combined total of two. <laughs> okay. Um, is well, Aguero still not back, is he? No, I think I, I think he should be back uh, next week or the week after, because I think they only suggested it was a four-week injury. Yeah, right. Well, t- talking of you, it's probably time for City to... Um, dare I say, bench Wilfred Bonney because he's playing like a turtle and play Talisi from the go. Yeah. He even finished that kid. He did, he did well in the Tailing Cup and he hasn't does he hasn't done anything wrong since he's come on and has dropped that youth forward exuberance. So I'd say, I'll say 3-0 City. Norwich aren't, aren't as bad as people think. They're not, they're not that bad. Robbie Brady, dominant. Yeah, but it's just, that, <laughs> it's just that City are that good. Yeah, but they don't know forwards, mate. Well, they don't know. They yeah, don't but know they forwards. have they have midfielders who can score. They still managed to score five goals well, against Palace in the League Cup with no forwards. Well, they had Kalishi. <laughs> well, that's the point. Uh, and and, 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 and being... Ihe Nacho. It's the, that's no, that's that the... Oh. <laughs> Mumba's been crying out for a bit of youth to come through for City and, and it was great to see them actually get a chance in the League Cup and and even more so to see them actually scoring goals because obviously Pelle, Pellegrini's going to look at that and that'll be what he bases a lot of his judgement around and given that they haven't put a foot wrong in the League Cup you can't really justify not including them against Norwich so yeah, hopefully, hopefully Inacho or Kalichi gets a start against Norwich and see how he goes. Probably play five in midfield now and play Demichelis as a holding mid. After you said that, <laughs> um, Newcastle against Stoke. It's it's a oh actually sorry did I get a score prediction from Croft for Man City? Oh, uh, it's, it's a City. I'd say three or four nil. Yeah. 
probably go three or four as well. Um, Newcastle against Stoke. It's a, it's a big one for Newcastle because um, they're really on the slide and, and that three put a line, to Sunderland. I, as, far, as far as I'm concerned, put a line through Newcastle. They're, they're finished. They can get yeah. relegated. Newcastle 5-0. <laughs> <laughs> Stoke are putrid. Newcastle aren't much good either. They played well against Sunderland, but had a pretty harsh red card that sort of ended their chances in that one. But um, they're not looking great. They're not looking like they're going to go on a sort of five or six game winning run like they did last season to keep them up. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll put a line through them. They, they're done. Yeah, I might go 2-0 to Stoke in that one. I think it'll be a draw. <laughs> Is it played at St. James? Yeah, it's at All St. James. 1-1. One, one. Jeez, I reckon it's... Um... Jose Perez and Jorginho Wijnaldum might uh, get <laughs> off the leash. Um, yep. Yeah, so 5 nil. I'll... 5 nil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back it in. <laughs> um, Swansea against Arsenal. And Crow, if I was actually looking up, uh, well, I saw some of their old highlights in these games, and I think there was a game where you did go to Swansea and get the win, but... Um, yeah, last season they got the two-one win, and yeah, we, we did they do the double? We, yeah, we don't think to do, do too well against them. And yeah, I, I'm expecting a loss to be honest. I don't, I don't think we'll win, particularly with it being in Wales as well, and the, and the injuries we copped midweek, which leaves our right wing uh, questionable at the moment. So I don't. Th- I mean, obviously, I'd love for us to win, but I just don't think we will. Swansea haven't been in great form themselves either. I mean, they beat Villa last week, but I think everyone does that. <laughs> um, so it'll, it'll certainly be interesting to see this game in terms of uh, whether they can get back to a bit of form um, or whether Arsenal will just sort of... I mean, Sanchez Sanchez didn't play against Wednesday, did he? So he should be Correct. rested. Um, yeah. Same with Ozil. Correct. And Kazola too, I think. Yeah, so it, it, it that could swing it in your favour, but... Um, It'll, it'll, I think that's of the um, of the uh, two AM games. That's probably the most interesting one. Mm, I, I I can't see us getting up, but I mean, I'd, I'd take I'd quite happily take a draw there. But yeah, um, I think we'll get done. But yeah, this is a tough one because Swansea normally lift their game against the big clubs when they're playing at home. Um, they have been pretty putrid recently, and. I'm going to back Arsenal in. I think they've shown a bit more composure this year than they have in most previous years when they choke it up. So, 1-0 Arsenal. Yeah, I might go 2-0 Arsenal, I think. I hope hope you boys are right. I think Sanchez and Ozil being rested after no League Cup. Um, Swansea in pretty rough form at the moment. Um, Ozil has been magnificent. He has been absolutely magnificent. Yeah, we should touch on that. I think, was it since 2008, he has the second most assists? After Messi, which After isn't Messi. really uh, a thing to be ashamed of. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's a pretty incredible stat for Ozil. I mean, he's been tremendous this season, I think. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And he's hitting his peak, so... I mean, I think everyone knew what he was capable of, but it's glad to see him finally produce it consistently now. Um... And aside, who has another player who's who's doing a lot of brilliant creative work is West Ham, and Dimitri Payet just goes from you know strength to strength this season, and and he must be one of the purchases of the season you would expect. I'd I'd say 
the purchase or De Bruyne so far? I mean, yeah, it's a pretty close call between those two. Um, how do you, West Ham have got Watford and they're away from home, but um, it, this, this game's interesting only in the sense that West Ham always seem to come to play against the big clubs, but then they, there's the potential that they'll struggle against the smaller clubs like they've done against Bournemouth um, um, earlier in the season. So do, do we see this a pretty comfortable win for West Ham? Or I, I think Watford have done all right. Igalo's bit in a bit of form, and Troy Deeney scored last week, I think, when it was against yeah. Stoke. So, I mean, I, I don't think Watford will be pushovers. West Ham should be happy with the draw, I think. This will be game of the round to watch. Watch this one. Watford, yeah. great to watch. West Ham, great to watch as well. Dimitri Payet is the signing of the season. So they've got to weight it relative to the transfer fee. Um, Only paid was... seven and a half or something, didn't they? Bargain, mate. Bargain. For what he's produced, he's... definitely. He's a jump. And um, I think West Ham will have too much. But I think it'll be a lot closer than people believe. And I'll say it'll be... 2-1 West Ham, but this will be a cracker. Yeah, I'll agree with that score, I think. Um, Leicester up against West Brom. I mean, Leicester are going to be pretty shattered after uh, such a such a humiliation midweek. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, should, be com- should be comfortable winners over West Brom, though? Yeah, I think with Leicester being at, at, uh, at home... You, you, you no, it's, could... it's West Brom at home. Oh, I still think Leicester will win. West Brom haven't showed much, and Tony Pulis thinks Serge Gnabry is a, a... I can't remember the term he said. Um, a youth player. It's I, We should be recalling him from loan. Potato? I don't know. What, I don't know what he, <laughs> he, he used quite an insulting term for a young footballer. I can't remember what he said, but it wasn't... I mean, it upset quite a few of the Arsenal fans on the board. But, I mean, but, Tony Pulis can wear his fucking cap and... What not? Fuck off! Pardon my French. <laughs> they're, they're sitting in tenth, so he's he's done all right with them. But um, yeah, it should be a, it should be an interesting game in some sense. I think Leicester. I think Vardy might be a bit hard to contain, and, and if Mares is on song, um, he'll, he'll do all right too. Oh, Jesus. this is going to be a terrible game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think the storyline will reflect that, and it'll be nil nil. Leicester performed brilliantly at the start of the season and got the results according to that. Their performances have really dived over the last month. But yeah. they've still been picking up the points thus far. I think their run comes to an end this weekend. Nil-nil. I might, I might uh, say 1-0 to Leicester only because Vardy and, and Mahrez do seem to keep scoring or, or creating um, chances. So... Do you think that will continue um, this week? Leicester, Leicester, interestingly, are one of only a few sides that have scored every week, I think. Uh, the others being Man City and also... Um, it escapes me now. I think that was the third side. Um, so it, it, it will be an interesting one. I think Pulis... The way Pulis sets up will say a lot about this game, whether he just parks the bus. Um, but I'll, I'll back Leicester 1-0 in that one, I think. Um Everton up against Sunderland as the um, early Sunday night game. Uh, pretty routine win for Everton, we think. Yeah, Sunderland are another side that can be forgotten about as far as I'm concerned. They they just can't get relegated, and it's frustrating. <laughs> what, 
Be interesting if both uh, Tynewear sides go down this season. Definitely. I mean, uh, that's a huge derby that you'd have in the championship. Yeah. I mean, considering it's one of the biggest derbies in England, and if, if as you said, if both of those sides went down, it'd, it'd be a semi-blow to the Premier League, I guess. But, I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone would miss Sunderland. They've escaped, I think, the last three seasons with just ex- unexplainable runs at the end of the season. It'll be it'll be a huge it'll be a huge blow, but having Hull come up will sort of soften that blow, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I think if that happened, I'd be able to sleep easy. Um, Boyan, your thoughts on this one? Um, well, regardless, I don't even know where it's played, but regardless, three 0 Everton. And yeah, it's at it's at, um, Goodison. It's at Goodison, Yeah. Oh yeah, three 0 Everton, and I think I'm sorry to NUSC Tider, this will hurt. But I think sacrificing Newcastle, if it results in Sunderland and Chelsea going down, then I'm sorry, I'm all for it. <laughs> um, Southampton up against Bournemouth. Um, it's a, one of those games. I mean, Bournemouth have been in pretty terrible form so far as the league goes, and, and the keepers haven't been in, in great touch. Uh, so you, can you, oh, see, can you Adam, really... Adam Adam Federici, oh my goodness! Yeah, oh my goodness! <laughs> One of the worst keepers I have seen in my thirteen year, fourteen years of watching football. And Brook hasn't looked much better because Brook played last week. Oh, he, he's um, just as bad. The man's got to cut their arms off, and I yeah, mean, they're, they're yeah. just they're useless. Big win for Southampton then. I think they'd do it comfortably. Three or four nil, perhaps. Yeah, you wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. Um, Poor Bournemouth. <laughs> that, transfer window can't come soon enough for them. Yeah. If, ever, if ever a team needed uh, emergency transfers, I think that would be Bournemouth. They need someone that did Glenn Murray a top out. Yeah. Um, so maybe Tamarich, maybe Stalchow, <laughs> um, Rooney. Yeah, that's a good idea. You don't have to loan Bournemouth Wayne Rooney. <laughs> he might do well at a big club. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, but yeah, Bournemouth. They're still. <coughs> they're not Madriri Sunderland just playing absolute shite from week to week and arsing their way through the season. They're still trying to play nice football, which is good, good to watch. But they're going to get belted this weekend, 3 0. Uh, and then final game of the round, we've got Spurs up against Villa. And has has there been any word on who the new Villa manager is going to be? I mean, I haven't really heard much um, in that in that respect. Whether that whether they'll have a caretaker manager for this game, I presume. No clue. No clue. Yeah. Um, a bit interesting that Sherwood got sacked the week before they played Spurs, which would be a bit unfortunate. It would have been nice to see him have a go against Spurs, but um, Spurs at home for this one. Kane Kane got a hat trick last week. Uh, is he is he back on track? Hard to tell because he scored he scored the other week. He scored an own goal and um, <laughs> no, didn't he score an own goal and a goal in the same game? No, he yeah. scored. He, he scored. Mm-hmm. I thought he he scored against uh, Man City and then he got the own goal against Swansea. Ah, right. Well, I mean, it's hard to if you if he scored again this week, maybe you'd say, oh, he's returning to form, but. I mean, it's it's hard to tell, really. He's so far he's been a one-season wonder, but again, he is young, so you give him that bit of leverage. He's had so even in the last couple of weeks, he's had so many chances. He's just not 
striking the ball the way he was last year. There's no confidence. We no, saying, I don't think so. Like, we were saying on was... Monday, when you compare him to someone like Vardy, um, the, the difference is just huge in terms of confidence. Oh, it's confidence, yes. <laughs> Sorry, not talking pure <laughs> ability, just in terms of um, the way that Vardy's you know, taking his chances and, and, and is just on top of the world at the moment, whereas Kane just feels like he has all that weight on his shoulders and he just can't seem to score. Oh, Vardy's been fantastic, definitely, and I think that's what Kane was like last season. Yeah. Um, oh, so, can we see past the Spurs? Kane's a very different striker. And he's more, he's, he destroys his goals from the, from the edge of the area. And, I mean, and, just and his head. I just mean in terms of scoring, no, like scoring goals, but not the way they scored. Sort of yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'd say Spurs. Villa are rubbish. Villa are absolutely Is there any rubbish. sort of dead cat bounce for Villa? New, new manager coming in, they might get a result? No. Nah. At the, at White, is it that White Hart Lane? White Hart Lane, yeah. yeah. Spurs. I think Spurs will do it comfortably. Yeah, Spurs to do their usual downhill skiing on Minnows. <laughs> Win. Like they did against Man City, you mean? Well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Downhill skiing like Danny Myler. Uh... <laughs> he hasn't stopped scoring since you've made that comment, and it's great. I love it. Okay, no worries then. Um, do you guys have any final thoughts? Go the Hull City Tigers. <laughs> oh dear. Um, a tiger is better than a fox. Ah, every day of the week. Every day of the week. Bayan? I have persisted and stuck with the philosophy for the last, I don't know, 18 months. Standard it frustrated. What would so, you want to see Van Hal change? Besides, besides pers- is it just the personnel? His or job title. <laughs> um, mate, for, I don't think I don't think he'd do it. He'll go back to Holland after he finishes up. But he should be he'd be great running a, a youth setup somewhere mm. with Franz Hurt teaching kids how to how to play the game. Um, in terms of improving their technical ability, but. But yeah, but like play some of these young emerging talented youngsters. I mean, it's still got to be when you are recruiting the best 14, 15, 16 year olds in England or the world, being the one club in England that actually plays these youngsters is a big draw card. Yeah. If, you know, so you know have got to start playing these kids on a more regular basis and... Wayne Rooney. <laughs> Dead him out of my sight. <laughs> no worries. Well, well, thanks very much for coming on, boys. Thank you for having us. Second thanks. podcast in a week. Um, and, and thank you all for listening in. And, and we'll be back probably on a uh, Monday next week. And until then, hopefully your side gets the win. Uh, and we'll see you on the forums. <laughs>